This is the bi-weekly <laughs> reminder. Sign up for our Discord channel at MajordomoMedia.com. And it's not as simple as that. You go to MajordomoMedia.com, and then you click on the mm-hmm. Discord link, and then you got to go through a whole bunch of things. Solve a puzzle. <laughs> <Yeah>. Find <laughs> so a hidden door. Yeah, literally a puzzle. <laughs> it literally is. a puzzle. A, a, a CapTrack puzzle. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, what is happening is we have a wealth of information that about where to eat, what to eat, how to live your life a little bit more deliciously, uh, cities, guides, et cetera, et cetera. And this is all user generated, um, fun. It's, it's been a good time. We like stalking people <laughs> in the shadows, <laughs> but there's also great discount codes for any day cookware. Uh, last podcast, we talked about the, the, the. The revelation about using it as a freezer uh, option. Um, there's a great discount code, and it's been two years. Uh, congrats, Steph, and the whole Any Day team. Cometeer Coffee, which I'm not drinking right now, but we need to change that and remedy that. But I need caffeine because I have been ridiculously tired. Um, athletic Brewing, which we'll have a lot in a moment. And then uh, All Things Momofuku. Uh, you can visit us at shop.momofuku and places like Target and Whole Foods. We have hot honey coming out. Thank back. God. Thank God. It's actually extremely good. I need it. Somebody thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> you're, you're saying like you're saying that like it's me, but it's not. It's me. <laughs> it's it's during the holidays. Everyone thought that was the best thing that was made. My goddamn family. Um. All right. Let's get on to the show. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Dumb Media. Uh, thank you, Yola Tango. We got an interview today. Mm-hmm. We got an interview with a Dr. Sarah Bergdorf. Sarah, Dr. Sarah Bergdorf, to answer the questions that we put out there, to, to correct whatever misinformation we put out there a month or so ago about shingles. We finally have an expert to correct, to set the record straight. We'll be on with us in a little bit. <laughs> I, I saw Chris today at the office. What, what did I do? I walked in and I walked out. He walked in. He said, what's up? I was sitting there typing on my computer and I just heard him shuffling around the office going, fuck, damn it. Fuck. (laughs) It's like, what happened? And and obviously Chang is limping around, but somewhere in the row. See, I have Apple tags. Not only that, I have two. So just to share with you, I got an Apple tag in my wallet. Oh, that's how you found yeah. it so easily. It started to alert me. Hey, dum dum, you dropped it somewhere. But I also have the Apple Wallet itself. Oh, interesting. As a double, but it only works if it's connected to the phone, which is why I now have to put it this way. <laughs> so, just to be clear, fifty percent of the stuff in your wallet is stuff that helps you find your wallet. <laughs> More than fifty percent. It's like, you know, back in the early 80s when people carried those suitcase cell phones. That's basically what my wallet looks like right now on video. It's it's literally all things to help me find my wallet. <laughs> There's just nothing in there except for stuff to so, locate it. Uh, I, I, I got the alert and I was like, it looks like it's in the middle of a parking lot. How did that happen? And it's raining and my leg is not in a good place. So I was really sad that I had to go. Um. And sure enough, I limped over back to the parking lot, and there it was. Just what? Sitting? Right in the middle of the parking lot where everyone... <laughs> it's a wallet in the and parking lot. And I have lot. no idea how that happened. 
Because it wasn't, was it directly next to your car? Like you, you were trying to get out of the car and it fell out of your pocket? Or was it somewhere away from your car? No, it was like 15 feet away from my car. Oh. Yeah. How is that possible? Uh, I know exactly how it happened. Somebody stole it from me. <laughs> and threw it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone tried to pickpocket me. Yeah, yeah, that's the most logical answer. <laughs> Somebody... Every time I lose something, it's not my fault. Right. Somebody stole it. A little Langolier climbed out there and tried to pick your pocket and gave up and threw it on the ground. I've definitely been losing more shit the past six plus months. Hmm. And I was on a good streak again during lockdown because I didn't lose anything. I felt mm-hmm. really good. Much, truly, so much of my life is spent trying to find things. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to throw this theory out there. People that are absent-minded and lose things are doing it because they're so busy doing excellent work elsewhere. <laughs> Your contention is that people like yourself who just have a tendency to lose things all the time. Or things get stolen. Who might be categorized as ditzy or, dare I say, dumb, are actually Special. smart. <laughs> Especially I agree with. <laughs> yeah. Special. You think you dropped your wallet today because you're you're in your mind you were too busy trying to like solve cold I think, fusion. I th- yeah. <laughs> I mean Val Kilmer couldn't do it. I have to do it. Is that a saint reference? Yeah. <laughs> With Elizabeth Shue. Very underrated movie. Very underrated. That's a bad movie, movie club review <laughs> saint, for sure. The Satan is very good. Um no, but think about it. When I was working in restaurants on every day, I would lose things. It is quite possible I was too busy thinking about making a dish. That That's that's <laughs> fair. Now, isn't the other argument just... I, I want to theorize that any, any great thing that's ever happened, more than likely, just like our theory, um, well, we don't have to go to get a doctorate because we've already completed the thesis, mm. that most people shit themselves closer to bars or in bars or sporting events. Right, <laughs> that more, more sharts per capita yeah. happen in sports bars than any other location. I mean, you yeah. can laugh, but no, no, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that theory. <laughs> right? I, we don't need any data analysis. That is true. I'm also going to say that it is higher probability that people that have done shit are more absent-minded than not. <laughs> here's here's okay. Because they've got a ded- they're dedicating their brain power. I'm to only saying else. this because I want to. I like thinking that Asian drivers are the best drivers in the world, <laughs> right? I I really believe that now. Right. I believe this theory. Okay. Once I saw this Chinese driver <laughs> when we're filming <laughs> Delicious, we're on like an edge of a fucking highway road, reverse without even looking behind us. <laughs> <laughs> navigating shit. I was like, this guy is the, the best, best driver. driver in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is another when, when theory. When people I see driving in Asia are not even looking at the road, <laughs> applying makeup, eating, yelling in the back, and you can see them. They're not even looking, and they're not in a yeah. smart car. Your contention is because they don't have to. <laughs> they are... <laughs> They are better drivers. They're not looking because they don't have to. They're better. There's no accidents. Okay. I'm on board with both the Shardigan Sports Bar uh, theorem 
I'm that on- is my basis for this theory that I'm so busy trying to come up with the next great thing. Right. I'm on, I'm on board. So with it's the- a positive sign that I'm leaving shit behind everywhere. I'm on board with your Asian driver hypothesis. It's not because I did too many drugs. I have a I I don't know that I'm gonna come with you on on Chang's razor here that people who who <laughs> lose shit all the time are doing so because they're so busy solving problems. Let me let me put it this way. When you have a sports car, when you have a fast car, a really nice fast car, when you go fast, the air conditioning doesn't go off. <laughs> just like the radio doesn't have to turn off to power the car. So I'm just saying. You should have enough brain power to both solve cold, cold fusion and not drop your keys on the ground and forget about them. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> this is I'm just saying, like, for the life of me, I don't know how I dropped I, it. I, I think it is quite possible. I, I just dropped it on the ground. Like, no. Here we go. You are, you know what you are? You are exactly Apollo 13. You are high, achie- you are doing something amazing. You're achieving something amazing. But oh man, we are in trouble, and we need to shut down all non-essential. We need to shut down non-essential functions to get back home. <laughs> That's what's happening with you. You've achieved something great. You're floating through space, but to get back home, you got to forget your keys, your wallet. And the truth is, I need assisted living. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I need assisted living. If assisted living didn't have such a horrible rap, wouldn't it be? Doesn't it sound really good? I gotta say, like when I was unable to put on my clothes. Having Grace put on my socks it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one version of assisted living. Assisted living is 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 like uh, is like Turkish delight. A really good name for something that you don't really want. No, I think assisted living is exactly what I want. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want that? I'm saying you want it. You want some version of assisted living. You don't want to live in an assisted living. Maybe you do want to live in an assisted living yeah. home. Maybe they are having the time of their lives. When I visited my parents, I mean, grandparents, when they lived in a, you know, a right. community like that, they were fucking happy as shit. <laughs> Just like somebody puts my socks on. <laughs> Play bingo. Yeah, all right. All right. I see that. It was all coming from, you know, absent-mindedness. <laughs> Maybe we need to be encouraging absent-mindedness, not being on top of everything. Yeah, don't waste your time thinking about the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. Isn't that yeah, thing? that's literally a best-selling, multi-billion-selling book. Now, is it? Is don't it, think about. The sm- is it causal though? If if I say, God, I really want to achieve something today, I better just throw my wallet on the ground and forget about it. No, I think it's like drunken master stuff. You got to find ways to just lose shit that you don't. That's how you know you're in the zone. Like in basketball, you're just. You know, you can't miss. God, Drunken Master's good, too. So I'm just saying, maybe what we need to be doing in this world as a contrarian stance is not being mindful about every fucking thing on you and, like, <laughs> being on a rigid schedule. Maybe we need to be encouraging people to get to a state of mind where you don't even know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> this you don't even the, know how you got here. This is the Drunken Master message. That's when Jackie Chan needed to fight better, his mom threw him some more Baijiu. <laughs> he just lost his mind. I know. So throw your wallet so on I'm the ground. I'm just saying it could be a new uh, leadership quality that we're trying to cultivate here in America. God, this is some politician shit, man. You just spun this so hard. You lost your wallet. You were mad about it. And somehow between the office and the parking lot, you decided this is actually, this is actually a sign of greatness. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's an either or prop. I'm a dumb motherfucker or <laughs> I'm extremely special. I choose to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we need to be encouraging more thoughtlessness. Oh, thought embrace thoughtlessness. <laughs> right? Sure. I'm serious. Sure. We could rebrand this podcast as Thoughtless with David <laughs> We have smartless. <laughs> this is thoughtless. We have thoughtless. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else, like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit, where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to, though. But take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. I'm glad that your your degrading health has got you already thinking about assisted living too. Well, I think one of the reasons why I've been way more absent-minded is the good cocktail of drugs I've been on. (laughs) Yeah, which includes? Um, Some... Opioids, mm-hmm. some nerve drugs. And for those who haven't been listening to the show, these are not recreational. These no. are these are to help with some pretty bad back pain. Like but pain. I got to say, it's been getting better. So thankful. It is much, much better today than it was two weeks ago. But I'm getting another injection tomorrow. So I'm getting, I have to get healthy for Augusta. I got to get healthy for Masters. Going with Bill Simmons, courtesy of FanDuel. With Joe House and Nathan Hubbard. Dude. And I, I literally have been telling my doctor, um, we need whatever needs to happen. I even said this. If I have to get surgery, how fast is the recovery period? Because <laughs> nothing's going to deter like, me from like that. Lawrence can... Taylor in any given Sunday. Just like, come on, doc. Give me a shot. Well, I, I've done this before when I cut open my wrist and I, all my fault because I, I will need to get back out for New Year's Eve. I was like, how long is this going to take? I got to get back out there. Can I get back out to party? That's going to be rough because like, at Augusta, you're just going to be walking all day long, right? We're sitting and drinking and eating. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Walking to your seat. Walking <laughs> to eat more of a pimento cheese sandwich. Will they allow a little scooter handicap cart? No. Definitely not. What I want to do, what I got to figure out what to do here is, when I get to Augusta is how do I bring food from the course back home with me. <laughs> Is it not allowed to take food out of there? I don't know. Never, I don't think it's ever been done. The chicken biscuits are delicious. Pimento cheese sandwich, so good. And when we were filming that stuff, because if you go on YouTube, you go mm-hmm. look up Masters and Major Domo Media, whatever, you're going to see me behind the scenes. It was awesome. God, I'm so jealous. It was so awesome. Uh, that was the year the Tiger won, too. Yeah. So I got to have full access in a lot of ways. Um, 
But what I was able to do in the clubhouse, believe it or not, was use the George Foreman grill. And I was able to make pimento cheese sandwiches in a George Foreman grill. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to make the, the special, the best part of the special access for you at the 2019 Masters that Tiger had his last major win mm-hmm. at was the fact that you got to be in a room where they both had the pimento cheese sandwiches that they serve out in the course and access to a George Foreman grill. That yeah. is truly special. And it was only there because it was in the lunchroom and somebody had brought it. And I'm pretty sure uh, it's got, uh, they, they weren't happy with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Because I, I know they said nothing, this has never happened before. And it's all about tradition there. And I definitely maybe broke supposed to do that. Broke a little tradition. Yeah. But now I want to bring it back. I enjoyed it so much. I do love I I love pimento cheese sandwiches. A great deal. I gotta be honest. I don't even know why you have pimentos in there. Just get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> really, why do you have pimentos in there? Wait, wait, reviewed the menu for me. I've never been. So it's the chicken biscuit. There's it's a chicken the pimento biscuit, cheese and sandwich. Chicken sandwich, and then there's pimento cheese. What sandwiches. is the chicken sandwich? A I don't know if there's chicken. I think it's just a chicken biscuit. There's a. I think there's a ham sandwich. Some other sandwich. Yeah. I, I think all I know is I've only focused on the chicken biscuit and the and the pimento cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, why? Well, there's no. Why, why, why? <laughs> Come on. You're married to a 10. Why are you looking at it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would I want to, you know, come on. So I, 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 that is what I'm looking forward to the most. You gotta I'm not really care. I'm not caring about the golf. I'm legitimately looking forward to like a 75 cent sandwich and a dollar beer. This is like, I'm loving this. Cause I remember on a recent episode I was talking, you were talking about trying to get healthy and you've been doing a lot. You denied you, you. I tried to offer you a chocolate croissant yesterday. You turned it to, turned it away and said, "I'm looking after myself." And I remember complaining about this on a recent episode. And you saying, "No, no, no. I'm just I'm load management. I'm I'm getting ready for the playoffs." And now you're trying to get your body right back in time. That's right. That's right. Literally, I'm, get, I'm back getting in time. healthy just so I could defile it. <laughs> you're getting you're getting ready. You're trying to get your body right to for go to real. The mas- I'm, to go to I'm the masters. for fucking real. Trying to get healthy to get it fucked up. <laughs> Do you- <laughs> You're trying to get ready to compete in the Masters, not in the golf, but in the real competition. It's about fucking eating and drinking. (laughs) I got to get that shit straight. For real. I love it, man. For the big event. You're not playing these little little events for the Masters. Get your body right. I mean, I may not even see a golf swing. (laughs) What I want to do is just be like, wow, it's so green here, and the food's so good here. Right. Is there something else going on here? Yeah. What's that sound? I keep on hearing whacked. Are you? Uh, I'm. I'm excited. It is my. That was the one of the best experiences of my life. Getting to go to the Masters, and truth be told, not a surprise. I hate golf in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to a golf event. It is a magical, magical, magical experience. So I'm beyond excited to go. For those that know me, they know that I hate everything. For the no. most part. Hate everything. I've always turned down every golf invitation, but this is a different... I actually did turn down playing at Augusta National. Well, that's that's not smart. That's not Because I didn't play golf. I didn't want to leave a giant hole, just you know, just <laughs> destroying just the fairway. Shake-shaped divot. Are you able to... Not uh, this year. This was like several <clears> years ago. Are you able to Are you able to sleep okay? With the, no. Well, you know, I, I, I'm i not sleeping great. Um, but I wanted to say, like, health is, you know, turning 46 this year. Um, you know, Tom Brady retired, 
at some point your body just gives out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I'm not on the TB12 diet yet, but if I need to, I will. Say goodbye, nightshade family. Goodbye, strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, eggplant. <laughs> goodbye, tomatoes. Yeah. But, um, you know, it got me thinking just how messed up I've been the past year. Shingles, which we're going to talk to the shingles doctor. Burst my eardrum. RSV two times. Car accident, concussion. God COVID. Damn. Yeah, it's been a good run. <laughs> You're collecting them oh, all. What did, what did I forget? Oh, and the, now my, 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 my herniated discs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? But if I was cooking the line, right? You know what? And, and the, this is the, what I, I, I. In a lot of ways, I do think cooking is athletic. It's like a sport. In some way, I can understand how people could laugh at that. If you don't know, you don't know. I. I mean, but it really is a sport. Line cooking is a goddamn sport. In in one facet, it is for sure. It's cooking is cooking is for sure athletic, <clears throat> and I think given how competitive cooking is, yeah, it's a sport. Why the hell not? I know cooking is fucking physically exhausting, physically and mentally exhausting. It's, <laughs> I mean, I put it right next to the in. Like the difficulty level of being a biathlete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's for me. It's 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 CrossFit. I was joking there. It it's, is fucking hard. It's CrossFit. It's a lot. It's a lot. It really is. And there are many times where people are injured, and I, I don't think <clears throat> you know, like Paul George just got injured last night. I don't know how severe it is, but when you go to a sporting event, you know who's injured, who's not. When you get to the end of a season of a sporting event. You know that almost everyone's injured. It's just pain management. Mm-hmm. I want to just state, I, I don't think that consumers understand how often the people making your food are not physically in a good 100% state, mm-hmm. right? Something's always wrong. They might have a really terrible burn. They might have hurt themselves. They have a bum ankle. A lot of cooks have terrible knees and backs, and they're grinding through the pain. You know, and we're living in a world where if an athlete has some kind of loss in their life, everyone knows it. No one knows what's happening from the cooking perspective. I was asking as a sort of hypothetical, what would happen if one day there was a injury report for each restaurant? Wow. Like you knew walking in today. Head grill cook is out with a yeah. A, saucier is on uh, load management. Right, it's not coming in today. Right, oven 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 station is working is is playing through a sprained wrist. Yeah, um, fryer's out. So yeah. you know the other thing about and it it, it makes a difference a yeah. huge, difference, huge on, difference on your meal. There are theoretical optimal lineups in your kitchen mm-hmm. that you would want with your team. Mm-hmm. And just like any kind of team, you might have veterans, grizzled veterans and noobs that are rookies. And you can have a complex system. And when I say complex system in playbook, you can have a menu that is extremely complex because you can execute it because of the veterans. Mm-hmm. And there are sometimes when you have all rookies and you're like, 
just get me to wow. Get get and you gotta simplify it. You know what? You, you know, know you're I, like the Houston Rockets. You're like fuck. It's, you know. You know what I remember? Do you describing this? This is just coming back to me. I remember showing up on. Sunday nights at the we, 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 at a restaurant I worked in Berkeley, we'd be closed on Monday. On Sunday nights, the chef would post the schedule for the next week, and I would walk up there and say, "Oh shit, I'm working Saturday shift, saute one with like the killers." Like, "Oh, I'm on," or I'd be like, oh, "I'm cut." <laughs> I'm yeah, if you watch like week. Hard Knocks, right? And you're like, Ugh. if you're only getting into the preseason game at the end of the fourth quarter, it's like not looking good for you. <laughs> exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> Not looking great. It's like it's it's totally it's you know it's Premier League soccer it's football it's it's whatever where the coach the the, the chef knows when the when the squad's got to go out they're doing the load management. Ted Lasso things. shit. I'm telling you, you who's know. on who's doing these dishes well. That schedule really is telling. It was man, I had forgotten all about that moment where you walk up and say like, and you say. It's, and I never looked at that schedule to see what days am I off, what days am I. I mean, whatever. I've talked about it before. Like when I first, I remember getting, I remember working at Craft, getting my first schedule, and I was, I was already working before that, but I just, I remember saying out loud, thinking out loud, but saying it. I was like, oh sweet, I got Saturday Sundays off, <laughs> and everyone started laughing at me. I was like, "What? Why? That's right. fucking awesome! I get to hang out with my real world friends." <laughs> and somebody, you know, to par- you know, to paraphrase what was said to me, is like, "It's because you fucking suck, <laughs> right? You're you're not needed yeah. on Saturdays and Sundays." You are basically it's this in 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 basketball terms. The team, the 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 New York Knicks are up eighty five points. Going into the fourth quarter with two minutes left, mm-hmm. and that's when you get into the game. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that's it's how like, valuable you are to the team. It's like you walked up to your locker in in, in Hard Knocks, and you were like, "Yes, practice squad." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have to play yeah. on Saturdays and Sundays. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Sometimes Saturday. Listen, there's a time when Saturday Sundays is a badge of honor when you have a family and that's what you need, right? Right. Or you've you earned can dictate, something else. You can dictate yes. that's what you need. Right. But when you're just starting, that is like a bad, bad thing. Unless the restaurant is closed Saturday, Sundays. Mm-hmm. Historically speaking, I can't say this for all restaurants, but most of the ones that I've been open, if you're open seven days, the days off you want are Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. That is what you want. Yeah. And you don't want to work lunch service. You only want dinner Sunday, Monday. That's basically like, you, you're 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 a starter, not getting cut. Mm-hmm. You are an integral part of the team. You're starting five, and in crunch time, you are playing. Right. Last two minutes, you're playing. Right. That's the equivalent of we're up twenty four in the fourth. Chang, I know you're on the verge of a of a fifty spot, but you were going to sit you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sit you on yeah. Sundays. Like, and you know what's good too? Sometimes when uh, the chef changes up your schedule. And they move you to lunch all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the fuck? You just went to triple A. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually a, a sign of good because, because like you're there to strengthen all the rookies. Oh, uh, okay. To teach them the good ways. Mm-hmm. You're there to be the Bull Durham to the whole thing. <laughs> you're the Bull Durham. <laughs> but I, I mean, going back to the original thing, I love, I love, people don't think about that. I, I remember <clears throat> thinking, you know, you've talked so much about, 
these these epic lineups of cooks, whether it was at your restaurants or you know at, at places like uh, just restaurants and yes. things like. Just imagine this for the anyone that's listening or working in restaurants today. Basically, any cook right now can get a job anywhere for the most part. Mm-hmm. You can apply. Say, hey, I want to work for you. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> That's sort of the staffing shortage that the world is in right yeah, now. Yeah, it's rough. There was a day and age where if you wanted to work at a great restaurant, they would say, no. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We're, we just don't need you. But yeah. I've worked at the best restaurants. No. We just, we're good. Yeah. Cracking that rotation was a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I <laughs> I think people under, would understand this on some level. I, I, there's this misunderstanding, right? I, I think that you hear this all the time about, maybe less and less these days, but 10, 15 years ago, the complaint was always, well, such and such chef isn't at the restaurant. They're not cooking. I want to see them cooking my food. Why, why isn't Gordon Ramsay preparing my fish tonight? That's not actually what matters. What matters is, is the A team playing tonight? Is the, is the team playing tonight? You go to a sporting event, to your original point, you show up and you say, oh, fuck, John Morant's out tonight. Yeah, and LeBron's that's what, out that, tonight. John Morant's out because of, you know, stress management. Yeah. And waving a gun yeah. on Instagram. At a strip club. Right. On Instagram. <laughs> um, but I love the – I'm a huge Memphis Grizzlies fan. So this is something that I'm following very, oh, very no. closely. You're a Dylan Brooks guy. Of course. I love the fucking Grizzlies. <laughs> Can't get into this. Um. But what I was just saying, like, if somebody isn't performing to their level in sports and they're, they're coming back from an injury and they're not playing up to their previous levels, everyone understands. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's just getting up to speed. Hey, you know, Simmons talks about it all the time. Like, athletes that tear the ACL, you almost have to give them a year. And the following year, you know, they're, they – I, I was just thinking again. This is all hypothetical. Like, what would how 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 could you ever get this to the point where, if a restaurant isn't as good, or you get a dish that isn't as good, maybe the cook is recuperating from spinal surgery, mm-hmm. right? And that's the interesting thing is no one gives a fuck. <laughs> right. They all say they do, but they don't give a fuck. But if they were able to, maybe people would be like, you know, he was a little off today, right? But you know what? This is interesting. This opens a can of worms. You think about this, right? The what is what is the best the best record in the history of the NBA is what? The Warriors 73 and 9, is that what it was? The best team in history lost 9 times and you and what if you'd only gone to those 3 times when they lost because so and so was out and such and such was out. You'd be like, this team sucks. Now, if a critic goes to a restaurant 3 times, that's a lot of times they went to a restaurant. I went 3 whole times in the span of a week. Well, that's the thing. Now one person might be healthy, then two others might not. Right. But to get everyone healthy in a kitchen, it's a, it's a, it's actually a pretty rare thing. Someone's I, always dealing with some kind of injury, and that's because it's a physical thing, and nobody gets enough credit cooking. And that's all I wanted to say. Well, because nobody thinks people cook. What? <laughs> so again, everything I just said, take with a grain of salt. It was just more of I hope that somebody that's listening, before they go on Yelp and, you know. Write a diatribe. Just be empathetic. Right. All this empathy that people developed over the pandemic is all <laughs> fucking gone. Right. I mean, again, into the sports thing, it's just if I had gone to one of those Warriors games where they played poorly and I came back to you and I said, 
Dude, these guys fucking suck. I look like an idiot. I, I, and I'm gonna, I, I bring this up because I don't want to name the restaurant, but because um, I don't want to name the cook. But I was talking about my leg and the back, and they were saying, hey, you know, one of our best guys is out. And I was trying to help them with some medical information because he had a sciatic nerve, and it was very hard for them to make the food. And, like, I think a lot of us have been in that position. Mm-hmm. And he's probably not performing at the levels before. So in sports, again, it translates, I understand. But now, now like, he's in extreme pain. He's still cooking. But just not able to do. Maybe not at the level before. Mm-hmm. Again, there's no answer here. This is all just sort of talking about it. But it was more of, I would love for people to just be like, just maybe things aren't right. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Listen, you know how, how many times I've seen a cook go down in flames because they got dumped? Mm-hmm. Or mental health? Like, people take mental health breaks in professional life and sports. People want to support it, but they don't really understand. This, I mean, I, I don't even think they quite... Yeah, I, I think they're just barely starting to understand that in sports, and they're not even sympathetic about it in sports yet. You know, but I was talking to our, our our partner Chris Chen about this, and he was, you know, I was talking about his favorite basketball players, and you know, he covered Lin Sanity uh, when that was happening. He knew Yao Ming really well, and he said, "Well, I didn't know Yao. He was Yao Ming's translator. He was Yao Ming's <laughs> translator and friend." But he he said, you know, he said to me, "What's really interesting is people don't understand if 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 Yao has a bad game, they don't know it's because he was going through some shit at home. They don't know that side of the of the person, and if they can't even get that about sports." How far out are we from understanding this about other? And I, I, I of that's culture? why I want to say that's why I hate when critics give bad reviews. You have no idea. You just don't. And I can tell you, like, there are a lot of chefs that have come close to ending it all because of bad reviews. Yeah. For that reason alone, I fucking wanted to m- literally murder some of those critics in I, I, those cities that celebrate, like, oh, bad reviews are back. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I still have nightmares of getting a bad review. They don't know any of the struggles. Especially now, even though things are getting back to normal, you can't fucking do that, man. And I know they say they can, but you don't fucking know. You will never fucking know what the fuck is actually happening. Yeah. And I I, I disagree that it's in service of the diner. It's not not in service of anybody. It's a crock of shit. (laughs) Uh, Should we take a break before we get our singles doctor on here? Yes. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. February, I was diagnosed with shingles. And uh, I let people know, and it we got a lot of inbounds mm-hmm. about shingles. Hmm. And every time I talk about health, 
we get a lot of positive comments. Oh, Every time my life deteriorates, people get happy. <laughs> people love it. <laughs> yeah, right. It just seems like a, a large proportion of our audience is sick all the time, too. <laughs> so uh, we are lucky and fortunate to be joined with a shingles expert, Dr. Sarah Bergdorf. Your title is a long one. Can you can you explain, say exactly what it is? Yeah. So um, I guess right now my, my official title is clinical assistant professor of medicine. Um, and um, more specifically, I'm an infectious diseases specialist. Um, and my training, um, I actually um, completed an MD PhD program at uh, UC San Diego, where I specifically studied um, human cytomegalovirus. So it's not shingles per se, but it's in the same family of viruses, the herpes virus family. Um, so I have a decent amount of experience in kind of the molecular virology and understanding the basics of how those viruses work. Um, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, what was the genus family name? Cytomegalo. So the, the family of viruses is called, it's herpes viruses. I think probably when most people think of herpes, like they're just thinking of genital herpes is probably what most people think of. But um, it's actually an entire family of viruses that... Um, it, in, it includes many, many different viruses, including the virus that causes shingles. Here's a, uh, which here's is very... a question I've, I've never gotten yeah. to ask any human. Uh, <laughs> what first drew you to herpes? <laughs> Why did you decide that that was going to be your focus? Well, I, yeah, it's an excellent question. Um, it wasn't, I guess, a draw to herpes specifically. <laughs> um, so much as, I guess, just viruses in general. Um, I think when I was um, 11 or 12 years old, I read The Hot Zone by Richard Preston, which um, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have read that, but it's I've a read book the hot about... Zone. Okay, yeah. He is so, HR you know, Hot Zone. It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's about um, uh, an Ebola scare that happened in Reston, Virginia, um, and it kind of like takes you into the world right of virology. Me, and, uh, yeah. Good guy. Yeah. And you, um, you read, so you read the hot zone and you said, wow, people bleeding out of their eyes and yeah. ears. And that's what I want to, that's where I want to be. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. I mean, I just thought, I just thought it was crazy that something that is this time, like you can't, you can't even see it with a light microscope, right? Like a standard light microscope, you cannot see a virus and something this tiny can completely take you down. Um, so and you, I was just fascinated you wanted, by it. You wanted to be immersed in this world of viruses. Pretty much, yeah. So I have so many questions. <laughs> I'm going to start off with some questions that have nothing now to do with anything. <clears throat> I got to be honest, the question I really want to answer first has nothing to do with shingles or virology. Mm. No, it sort of does, tangentially. The biggest question I have that is bothering me is how did you get anything done at UC <laughs> San Diego? Like, you went to the worst school to study, how, and you spent undergrad and graduate there. You spent many years there. I mean... it was I was there for 15 years. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, I w I, what an amazing school. Of all the UCs, like, that's probably the UC school, California schools that you should go to, mm -hmm. and not for <laughs> academics, per se, Yeah, to have an awesome time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
No, I, 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 I loved San Diego. It was great. I mean, I got to say, unfortunately, the surfing is lost on me. I do not surf. I do not like being pounded into the sand. That is not my bag. No, so no, that, no, that was lost. No, that, that, <laughs> no problem there. The reason I like to do it as big boy Asians, you don't need air conditioning as a big boy Asian. <laughs> That's changing. It's changing. That's changing. Yeah. Uh, it's got like at least like the last few years that I was there. And so we moved to my husband and I moved to Pittsburgh in 2020. And like, I mean, there were, I mean, initially it would be like, you know, maybe one or two days, like at most a week out of the year where you would need AC. And of course, like no place there has it for the most part. But um, the last couple of years that we were there, it would get brutal for like several weeks um, where we were just like dying. You'd have so... to take so many micro brews just to <laughs> stay cool. Oh my God. Wait, so you, were you there for the... Were you there for undergrad and uh, No, no. I, I actually did undergrad in Philly. But um, I, the reason I was there for 15 years, well, I did my undergraduate medical education. So I did my MD at UCSD, and then uh, I did my PhD there as well. And then I did my graduate medical training, which was internship, residency, and fellowship. Well, well, hold on. That was so you're there. an MD too? Yes. Holy shit balls. <laughs> I don't have a single we have we don't have a single abbreviated letter after our names and she has like 12. You're like yeah, that like... you're like the Korean astronaut <laughs> that served in and that was a ER doctor yeah, that went know. to medical school. Oh, kind clearly of, he went to medical school. Yeah, he had a JD, PhD, <laughs> MD, CPA. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking people take all these letters. Collecting letters, yeah. Wait, so on, so for, you can like you're real, like, you're not just a doctor, doctor as of like a PhD. You're a MD, PhD. Yeah. Jesus yeah. So, Christ. I mean, mainly, mainly what I, you're an mean, Avenger. Like, mostly, <laughs> <laughs> mainly what I do now is treat patients. Like, so I'm mostly doing patient care right now. Um, less so, less so research these days and like more, more patient care. When did you know you weren't stupid? <laughs> <laughs> when did it hit you? I like, know, I'm fucking I, smart as shit. I don't know, man. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. I have never feel, felt that before in my life. I'm envious to know, like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so good and so smart. I can do anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, don't know. I guess I, I feel like there's actually a lot of similarity between, like, the amount of dedication and, like, attention to detail that it takes to either study medicine or, or like, do scientific research in a lab. There's a lot of similarities between that and, like, you know, the life in the, in the kitchen, like developing Maybe you're recipes. You're not as smart as I that. thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what you guys do? You're heroes too. <laughs> you guys are pod doctors. <laughs> wow. Wait, so just on the San Diego thing, and then, and then maybe yeah. we can talk about something more relevant or not. Does She's that, like an well, Asian parent's dream. I know. You know, it's like, I know. Sarah, what Sarah can she be more like Sarah? I'm, yeah, I'm. She didn't I'm a, just I'm get a, her PhD. She got an MD. What's wrong with you? You're. I'm. A, a, I'm a Jewish father's dream. <laughs> is what I am. I, I'm. A, yeah. My dad is like a quintessential Jewish dad. Um, he's quelling right now. He's so he's uh, so proud that you finally got on this podcast. Did you? <laughs> did you? Your 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 parents must have been like, chill out or like work harder. Uh you know what? My parents were. They weren't, they were not like, they, they were not like, you know, whip crackers by, by any means. Um, 
they were very much of like, you know, kind of do, do what you're interested in, do what makes you happy. They, they, they never like pushed me in any particular direction. They were just like, if you don't study herpes, we are just going to no, do this. Work. I'm so glad I don't <laughs> know disowned. anybody like you in real life. You should never deal with people like me in real life because you are really an Avenger. You're mm-hmm. doing important things that are going to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Not like a food writer. <laughs> or a chef. Hey, 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 hey. You know? Really important. We're, we're replaceable. Our win above replacement is like 0.10. We're storytellers. Uh... I'm just gonna say, yeah, I don't think art. I don't think you can say that about art. I, I, I don't think you can replace art. No, I agree. You can't or replace art. art. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I got way off tangent just because I was like the resume. I was like, whoa. Wait, but did you arrive? Tell us the truth. Then did you when you arrived at UC San Diego for basically grad school? Yeah. Does that mean you arrived at like an epic party school situation as a? dorky grad student who didn't partake in fun times you know what like uc san diego is actually not an epic party school at all um it what? is it is i know you wouldn't you wouldn't oh, think that's san diego state Chico yeah state. that's san diego state <laughs> you're, you're thinking Aztecs. of sdsu yep oh so you're just like a nerd among nerds then correct oh. i was i was amongst my people oh, i didn't know that that changes everything you're not an adventure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask one last thing about nothing? <laughs> Has there ever been anybody that you went to school with that is in your field that was just like never studied, would get drunk all the time, and was just so preternaturally gifted mm-hmm. at the field that you were like, oh my God, I wish I could <laughs> party as hard as this person? <laughs> They just like new viruses. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't mail it in. No, I no, you can't. Especially not. No, <laughs> there's no like just natural innate. There's innate no goodwill hunting. You know that makes just me some, no. that makes me Wait, feel geez. good. That makes me feel good that there's no there's no. Yeah. You can't just be an intuitive doctor. <laughs> you can't just be like I feel like you got this. You can't do yeah, that. Osteopath is like a intuitive oh, yeah. doctor. I guess you can just be an intuitive doctor. <laughs> I think you're no that and that the uh, homeopathy. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can I get that's... initials after my name if I became a homeopathic doctor? So oh, they try the naturopaths. Yeah, you so, can get a, a doctor in naturopathy, which yeah. Ooh, that's an so, oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> doctor, <laughs> I, I I gotta say, uh, since I've gotten shingles the second time, I've become an unpaid spokesperson for the pharmaceutical business <laughs> telling anyone and everyone I know, even if they're not 50 years old, get that fucking vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> am I, am I, am I wrong in telling people, even if they're not 50 to just pay for the damn vaccine? So I, I don't, so I'll tell you like the, you know, kind of the official party line is that, so there's like an advisory committee for vaccination. The it's well, it's called the advisory committee on immunization practices, the ACIP, which is like uh, they're part of the CDC. Um, and their official stance is it is not recommended. The shingles vaccine is not recommended for anyone under the age of 50 unless you are 
immunocompromised, meaning, you know, your immune system doesn't work normally for whatever reason. Um, and I think the main reason for that is purely because it has not been studied. When they did the clinical trial on the current shingles vaccine, Shingrix, um, they only included people 50 and older. And so I think because they don't have like any data on which to base a recommendation for people who are younger who are not immunocompromised they can't make an official recommendation for it and maybe some of that too is like in that they also don't know like at what point you might need a booster for example like if you get it earlier than age 50 is that gonna like how long is that gonna last you we don't really know uh that said i mean shingles is also something I wouldn't wor like wish on my worst enemy. It's insanely painful, as I know you know from sad personal experience. Um, so I can like totally understand why you would tell someone to just like shell out the money for it because um, it's a completely horrible disease. Doctor, just so you know, there's people like me with everything you just said that basically was like, it's not saying you can't get it. You should get it. <laughs> It's yeah. not, it may not be recommended, but it's not illegal. Yeah. You're not, yeah. you're sort of telling me I need to get it. That's how I interpret it. That's just me, my sick, <clears throat> as I say, as a, <clears throat> as a hypochondriac, I'm just a health nut. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm a health nut. <laughs> uh, in your, so in your, in your clinical work, when you're, when you're treating patients, are you seeing a lot, are you seeing a lot of shingles cases? Do you? Okay. It's not, it's not super, you know, it's, but I, and I'll say like most of the time. So like as a, an infectious disease subspecialist, like I mostly see like the more complicated cases or like things that maybe the primary care physician or internist like couldn't quite figure out or figure out how to treat. Um, and so uh, I, I don't, you know, I'll usually see like more severe cases of shingles that like end up in the hospital for whatever reason, um, and that kind of thing. But it's like, you know, incredibly, incredibly common, like for the most part, like the people who are probably like first line seeing it are like primary care docs and ER docs and, and, and those folks. And then I'll, I'll come in if like there's something super complicated and difficult to treat that ends up yeah. in the hospital. You're, you're an Avenger. <laughs> you only get called you're a real for... Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Let the police handle this one. This is not really Avengers level yet. When you, are you the type of doctor, or, or I'm sure you are, but was there a certain point where you reached, you know, for the, for the lay people, we see shingles or we see a cut or we see an injury or something and we, you know, we don't have the stomachs to look at it. We say, oh, oh my God, that's so gnarly. Oh, that's crazy. Are you at a point where you see, damn, that's a big shingle. I yeah. like that one. Have you ever just cursed? Or, have <laughs> you ever like cursed shingle. in your mind but said it out loud like, holy shit? <laughs> yeah, there, there, there have been, there have been definite like ho ho holy shit moments. I mean, you see... You see a lot of bad wound infections in my line of work. I've definitely seen some holy shit wound infections. You know, are you grossed out or are you like, whoa? Dude, I can't wait to tell my colleagues about <laughs> yeah, this. Exactly. One. <laughs> um, sometimes both. It's 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 both. Oh my god. Um, can I? It's just I know we got off topic, but I think it's important because it's dawned on me that I have told a lot of people what shingles actually is where it is how it happens but i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about okay let's get to the just the yeah. bare essentials of this yep. when someone says they get shingles can you explain what it is yep yeah yeah so it's 
Uh, it's caused by the varicella zoster virus, or VZV for short, and this is the same virus that causes chickenpox. Um, so basically, um, you know, when you get chickenpox, uh, chickenpox is actually called like the primary infection. So like the first time you are exposed to this virus, it will cause chickenpox. Hmm. Um, so that's like disseminated throughout your whole body. You get the rash everywhere, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's, you know, most people were exposed to that when they were a kid. Um, but the thing is, although you get better, you know, usually after a week, the virus actually does not go away. Um, so this is actually something that's shared by all herpes virus, like every virus in the herpes virus family does this. It stays latent. It never leaves you. Um, and the varicella zoster virus actually hides out in your sensory nerves, um, in like a cluster of nerves close to your spinal cord. Um, and so it just like hangs out there dormant for, you know, decades basically until one day, um, either due to age or stress or whatever, your immune system just isn't quite as good as it used to be. And then it decides to start revamping up and then it, um, basically exits. It like kind of goes back down that sensory nerve, um, to, to create an infection. And then you see like the typical rash of these like little vesicles, um, and you call it like a, a dermatomal pattern because it um, it's coming from a single set of sensory nerves. So it's only like in a particular part of your body that are enervated by that sensory nerve where the virus kind of woke up from. And that's also the reason why it's so painful. Like these are literally the nerves that cause pain and that's what the virus is coming from. So um, you can imagine when you have a bunch of viruses exploding from a nerve whose main job is to sense pain, um, it feels pretty horrible. <laughs> Well, that's uncanny because that's exactly how I describe it. To <laughs> I mean, you did exactly. Right. I mean, I don't even know why she's on here. <laughs> enervated. I remember you said enervated at one point. What 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 wakes the sleeping virus? Um, it's usually just uh, so your immune system, like normally, will do a good job of kind of keeping it in check. Um, and so, if for whatever reason there's some reason that your immune system is suddenly just not working as well anymore. A lot of times that's related to age because your immune system, unfortunately, mm. ages in the same way as the rest of your body does. So as Son we get older, our... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, like, so it's just, it's just, you're older, you're weaker, yep. the yep. thing can come Correct. back. All right, damn. Because otherwise, yep. basically, she was, she was basically describing the exact plot of the movie, The Mummy, <laughs> where this, this plague is, is hidden until released. Well, I, and I mean, I would say that it is, it's, is it, I was telling people it's stored in your spinal, t spinal, like bottom of your spine, spinal tap. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Well, that's not, that's not totally, I mean, so it's basically like they're called sensory nerve ganglia and they're actually like all along your entire spinal column. Um, like these kind of clusters of, of sensory nerves, like all along the entire spinal cord. And so you can get it any, anywhere really. Um, and even some of actually like your cranial nerves. So well, those are like, let me the, tell you the first yeah. time it happened. For me, okay. I was 28, <clears throat> 29, um, and <clears throat> I think Larissa wrote about it. New Yorker. I, I, I really felt that, <clears throat> you know, the biblical story of the Old Testament Job, where every horrible thing happened to him in his life. You know, his dog died, his house burned down, he lost his, like, you know, everything just started to happen. I legitimately started to think that was happening to me because... It started with like, I lost hearing in my ear and then my jaw went a little numb Ooh. and then um, my back, left side started to just kill. It happened like every day progressed. 
And then, like, on the fifth day, instead of, like, God creating Eve, <laughs> I had all of this pain on my left forehead. I still have scars uh, on it. And uh, I remember going to the emergency room. Every day I would go to the ER. They, could, they didn't figure it out until the, this started to happen. They also, by the way, because I'm a hypochondriac, I would visit the ER a lot. <laughs> <laughs> After service, they'd be like, oh, you again. Um, <laughs> this is very true. So, so I think they needed to really see the rash to know that it wasn't psychosomatic. Mm. And then it was like, oh man, like we got to make sure that this doesn't get into your eye because if it yeah. does, that is actually one of the worst things that could possibly happen. This is happen. the scariest shit. Yeah. When people talk about yeah. this, this terrifies me. But yeah. that was probably one of the most, I'd put that number three most painful thing. Number two was my recent herniated disc. Number one was kidney stone. Mm. But uh. that was that was just, it messed me up. And it, <clears throat> I remember again, the current treatments today were different than it was, say, in 2007, 2008, right? Is that true? I don't, uh, I don't think so. It shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been either way. Yeah. It should have been the same type of pill that you, that you would have taken for it then as now. All right. Well, I do remember <clears throat> both times getting the, prescriptions for they put me they put cream on the my face though or something like that i remember having to put some kind of ointment it was just heavy whipping cream (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe i'm gaslighting myself but i do remember both times this happening the pharmacist saying extra loud like the the medication (laughs) (laughs) herpes for one chang herpes I'm like, fuck, man. Like, they always whisper everything else, but they always, you think that's true. You think that pharma, pharmacists actually, like, have fun by actually saying Valtrex a little bit louder than normal? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> See? I think it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I think that you're going to, I don't think that, you're going to a pharmacy where they shout out the name of the medication. No, no, that's but it's like, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like you know, Valtrex. Okay. You know, they're checking you out. You get, you know, Wait, we got, so, we, you know, 30 pills with Valtrex. Val- <laughs> so it's like amoxicillin, amoxicillin. And then Valtrex, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Thank, well, you whispered everything, but now you say right, that in say, normal. Just take one amoxicillin uh, twice a day and 13 <laughs> Valtrexes. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's real. How do you, okay, so if, at this well, point. By the way, why, why Valtrex? So yeah, I mean, you know, her, both they're both they're both herpes viruses, like, and it just so happens, like, so the medication works in the same way on you know general herpes as it does on the virus that causes uh, shingles. That's same unfortunate. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my head and my genitals are basically the same. That's fine. That's fine. How do you? Okay, so we both have kids. Do they? Do our kids get chickenpox vaccines? Are they going to? There's eradicated chickenpox because I was shocked that. I didn't know. So are they? Are kids never gonna get this? Well, if, uh, yeah, you know. that that I mean, there's a small chance I think with the so your kids should be vaccinated unless you're Jenny um, McCarthy or that Kennedy. Oh, yeah, correct. <laughs> unless unless you're them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, yeah. If your if your kids are vaccinated um, for varicella, which they should be, because I think it's it's part of the standard childhood vaccination schedule and has been since the '90s, I think. So they should they should be vaccinated. In which case, um, it's unlikely they will ever get chickenpox, and they probably will not get shingles. Wow. Well, can I can I say so? One of the things um, the diagnosis of my shingles recently was late, right? 
And they were like, oh man, like we wish you were, you went in earlier because I didn't notice the bumps to later. I thought honestly, it was just sort of like acne or something. It didn't dawn on me again, even though I have had shingles before, like, (laughs) oh my God, this extreme pain that I have in my spine and my legs. It could be be shingles and the flu-like symptoms. I was like, oh, this could be shingles. I even didn't realize that uh, I was so dumb and dense that the doctor was like, this is a little late to do the Valtrex now, but we got to like just make sure it doesn't potentially spread and get worse. But because I was sick for a good week, I had visited friends. I was working. I didn't even know. I was sick. It was just me pain tolerance. Like, oh, man, my my body hurts. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm still going to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I felt terrible being like, oh, man, like, I could give this. Like, I saw him at the supermarket. We were at the fish store. And yeah, yeah. I had to tell him like afterwards, like, oh, my God. I just found out that I shingles. Like, I- <laughs> your kids could get you-, you can transmit this, right? Right. Yeah, you 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 can. Um, I mean, especially to someone who is who has never been exposed to chickenpox and is unvaccinated. Um, you know, if someone or, is already immune to um, chickenpox, then you're they're probably fine. Um, but um, if it's like a, a you know a young child, I think like under twelve months of age um, who hasn't yet been vaccinated, um, then there is a, a risk that you could give it to them. Usually like from, from shingles, um, it would require direct contact with the rash for them to get Well, it. I give direct contact to everybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like, rub this. But I remember it was like the holidays and there was a Christmas party and like for the most part it was gone and I was re- like recovering. And I remember it being like, hey, this is going to sound ridiculous if I come to this thing. Um, I just need to make sure. Can you tell anyone that's attending if they they've all had chicken pox? Right. <laughs> you know, and because I, I wanted, to, I didn't want to give that to anybody. It was a strange, strange thing. The one thing I wanted to add was, um, because I was with my kids, there was definitely direct contact. They only had one dose because it's a two dose shot for the kids of the chicken pox. There was a day where both of my kids developed rashes on their body. And they were already sick, so it was hard to determine if they had the flu or not because they both had RSV a couple times. Hmm. I was like, oh, my God, did I give my kids chicken box? This is, like, the mm. worst thing in the fucking mm. world. Um, and then the next day, the rashes disappeared. Huh. Is it because – was that chicken pox? Because the doctor said – initially it was like, oh, that's chicken pox. And then the, it went away, like, a little over 24 hours later. Is it possible that it wasn't chicken box or is it possible that they had the first shot? Yeah, that's really hard to answer because, yeah, it could be. I mean, there's so many childhood illnesses and like various other viruses that will cause a rash. But there's also the fact that, like, I think, like you said, they also had their first shot. So they have some level of immunity to it. So it is possible that the reason the rash was so short-lived was because they have some level of immunity so yeah in, in theory i think it's possible that that rash was due to chicken pox see now if i was an aspiring genius person and i was a uh, you know applying to college this might be the case that would cause me to also be a medical avenger like yourself <laughs> <laughs> but we got a satisfactory answer we're just gonna move on <laughs> uh I got two questions, two quick fire ones for you. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite virus? 
Oh my God. I have to pick just one. (laughs) And why? Uh, My favorite virus and why? I mean, I feel like I spent so many years of sweat and toil studying human cytomegalovirus um, that I, I mean, that was five years of my life. So I can't, I can't not say human cytomegalovirus. (laughs) Can I be honest, doctor? This is how dumb I am. Really. I, I, I'm going to use the word conflate because I want to hide how stupid I am. (laughs) (laughs) I always think that the herpes family and hepatitis family are like the same family. Well, we'll start with H. So, you know, that's the only, that's how dumb I am. (laughs) H and E. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's excusable. I think they're easily, they're easily, they're easily conflated. We talked about this in the car. There's a lot of herpes. There's a hepatitis A and there's B and there's C. I was like, oh, it's like the same shit. You see them everywhere too. We we talked about this in the car a little bit. And I said, they're kind of like the Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman of of viruses. You you, you don't know which one you've got at any moment. You don't ever confuse hepatitis with herpes. Uh, no, not 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 for a while. <laughs> wow. Uh, here's another question. Maybe for... this has just answered my absent-mindedness. <laughs> <laughs> the earlier query we had: uh, Pittsburgh or San Diego for food? Oh. You don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. I think it depends on what type of food you're talking about. Self-incriminating. Don't do that to her. Good jerk. food that you want to eat. You jerk. You jerk. Stop it. I mean, uh, what, what do you Diego. miss? What do you miss Sorry. from San Diego? What do you miss from San Diego? Oh, oh that's, that's, there's like no con, the Mexican food. There's oh, yeah. like, there's, yeah. We no, can no safely contest. without offending anybody state that Pittsburgh is not known for its Mexican food. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> I think Pittsburgh might be where the wedgie sandwich is from, though. That's true. It is. Yeah. It is where it's from. Yes. What is that sandwich too that everyone eats? The beefy thing. Oh yeah, what is that? Uh, Isn't a sandwich? It's like a like a hoagie type of thing. You're not talking. You're not talking name. about the wreck. Isn't it called a wreck or something? A wreck on rye. Is that, that's is it. That oh no, that's. I think that's from like from new somewhere in new. That's no, from like Buffalo. Are... Oh, you guys like the Primanti brothers thing. Yeah. If you're a real local, you say Permanis. 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 <laughs> Don't get your Permanis in a bunch. If you're really smart, you call herpes hepatitis. <laughs> uh, man, this was so informative. And you, you're just on, you're on the Major Domo Media Discord? Don't tell yes, us I your am. username. Don't have to tell <laughs> us. Don't out yourself. I'll keep it on the. I'll keep it on the but, DL. You know what I found being a two-time survivor of <laughs> of shingles. <laughs> you you know, fought in two wars. Listen, people talk about other things that happen to them. As you know, I'm a two-time survivor. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I didn't know you could get it two times. Um, but another thing I've noticed when you talk about it, when people ask and they're a little curious about shingles. <laughs> There's no way I can ever explain to them that this herpes thing is not genital herpes. <laughs> it is always, they're in their head like, eh. they always like, eh, I don't know if I want to talk to you. Like <laughs> or is it? Can you explain to them why it's totally two different things, but similar in a way? 
Or explain the opposite. They are the same thing. <laughs> Fuck. It's all like, listen, like herpes viruses are a huge family of viruses. Like it includes chicken pox. It includes Epstein-Barr virus that causes mono. And like literally every species of animal on earth has herpes viruses. Everyone. So what you're saying is, okay, so here's how you explain it, Dave. You say, I, I have a golden retriever. That doesn't mean I also have a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I think she also thinks you're stupid now, too. Damn it. I had made it this far. <laughs> the jig is up. Um, doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for uh, allowing us to pelt you with really terrible <laughs> questions. Um, and uh, should I get the, can I get the vaccine? I got to wait six to nine months for the vaccine, right? Six to nine. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because you know what? You you just got an um, a, an unfortunately natural immunity boost from <laughs> that bout of shingles. Good luck, um, Yeah. You're a natural so, path. <laughs> uh, so I think it's it's pretty unlikely that you will get it again anytime soon. But yeah, I mean, I would I would probably wait. And and again, I think unfortunately this is this is what Anthony Fauci would call a data free zone. So I can't tell you exactly how long to wait, like, you know, between a bout of shingles and when when to get the vaccine. But yeah, it would probably be a few months. Uh, uh, again, very, very coincidental that I also use the term data free zone. <laughs> Good name for our podcast too. <laughs> I live by that rule. <laughs> this area right here this whole area, this is a data-free zone. <laughs> um, thank you, Sarah. Uh, we will see you on Discord, even yeah. though we won't know who you are. Yeah, or the next time we have an infectious disease. <laughs> you know, I'm not praying that Chris gets shingles, but maybe a minor wild one. <laughs> but it'd be a good reason to have you back on the show. Yeah, no, guys, this is so much fun. Uh, I was really excited to do this, so uh, th- thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll take a little break. Thanks so much. That was great. Well, Chris, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to a world of more shingles knowledge. <laughs> that was informative. The most important thing to know is you see, if you, if you didn't want to listen to that interview, let me give you the, the cliff note version of what dummy me <laughs> is going to remember. Mm-hmm. UCSD, University of California, San Diego, is not a party school. It's for nerds. Shocking. <laughs> Fucking shocking. These are the important revelations that we've come across. God damn. Uh-huh. I, I literally thought I'd go there. I'd lo- I, if I had to do it all over again, that's the school I'd want to go to. <laughs> Can you imagine just showing up with your, your beer hat, <laughs> your giant foam bong. fingers, your bong in one hand? Let's go. <laughs> just It's a library. We're, the football game's over at San Diego State. Fuck. <laughs> at the wrong school. Wrong school. <laughs> I don't know how I got in here. You didn't even apply to UCSD. I didn't apply to UCSD, no. Would have been fitting. I thought it was a party school. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know it was for smart people. God damn. Yeah. That would have been nice. Maybe we can get a gig rebrand. Like, UCSD needs to get the message out. Yeah. <laughs> For nerds, <laughs> it's U- University of California, San Diego, the 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 University of Chicago of San Diego. <laughs> it's U- really the University of Chicago of San Diego, right. UCSD. UCSD. Don't worry, you're thinking about the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another Midwestern school that doesn't get enough credit 
for only nerds going to. Right. They're, I University they're, of Chicago, you have to be a specific kind of <laughs> smart person. My friend got his astrophysics PhD there, and I remember when I went to visit, he said, I said, oh, how is this place? Is it fun? Chicago's cool. And he said, our, our motto is University of Chicago, where fun goes to die. Yeah. <laughs> Just study hard, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's the real motto. I didn't know that UCSD actually stood for University of Chicago, San Diego. <laughs> University of Chicago. <laughs> it's the University of Chicago West Coast. Annex. All my friends that went to University of Chicago are just fucking nerds. I love them. They're goddamn super nerds. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to be a rebrand. Well, we UCSD. Learned, we learned from, we learned, that's what we learned from you. Thank you to Sarah, Dr. Sarah Bergdorf for that important information. Only Asian people will find this funny. <laughs> Uh yeah, so give our our podcast five stars. The data free zone, <laughs> data free zone. <laughs> and remember, just because two words start with the two same letters doesn't mean they're the same thing. They are not the same thing. Herpes and hepatitis, very different things. There, you just got an education. You didn't even go to UCSD. All you need to know, and uh, there are real Avengers, <laughs> real medical Avengers. So I'm so happy that. Sarah Bergdorf is helping us out. Yeah. And shingles is a terrible thing. And she didn't say you can't get the vaccine. Yes, this is an important distinction. The other thing we would take away is just because something's not recommended doesn't mean it's not allowed. You can be the data-free zone. (laughs) Give us five stars. 